Welcome, Bit Pickers, to the Bit Picking Podcast, a podcast about software engineering, uh, or not. It's our Christmas party. Uh, there's been a bit of merrymaking. Um, we've got a drunken uncle. <laughs> Guess which I, one that is. <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> That's a joke, a drunken uncle. Wouldn't we? <laughs> that, that is. That is. <laughs> bad. Proven. Hello, Greg. Hello, Mark. Hello, Laura. In this episode, we started talking about side projects that we were going to do over Christmas. Um, we went a bit off track, um, but we had a lot of fun with it, so we hope you enjoy it too. So, it's Christmas. The snow is falling outside. You're a bit out of tune there. <laughs> snow is falling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something's falling that's, that's all around terrible. us. That's terrible. Ooh, that's terrible. Yeah. Too much mulled wine. Um, so, well, and over Christmas, is it too much to ask that we put our laptops down and just do nothing? Mm. Or do you have projects that you're going to pursue? Side projects. Mm, yeah. So, some people think that side projects don't count as work and. You know, I don't know if that's true or You've not. Met my wife, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind You've of if it's your boss. hobby. Yeah, <laughs> I've worked with someone before who said, you know, their wife said to them, "You you get to go to work and do something you love, and then you come home and do your hobby and something you love again, like as a side project." So is that the same thing? Because, I mean, like if you're watching TV, that's a hobby, surely, kind of. No, you, I agree. I've had this thing, like, yeah. like if I'm reading news on my iPad, is that any different to reading a newspaper? Yeah. But to some people, if you're reading a newspaper, that's like a valid yeah. like reading or exercise or a book, yeah. But if you're reading an iPad, yeah. Like you, you could be reading I've, exactly the same article and I'm just like, Oh god, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I've seen uh, I've seen kind of pictures on Twitter of you know, side by side people saying, you know, twenty nineteen and people oh, stood yeah, at a bus yeah. stop all looking at their phones. You know, uh Nineteen nineteen, people stood at a bus stop all reading their newspapers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's the same thing. We'll, we'll go to any lengths to avoid actually having to talk to other people. Yeah, it's the same behavioural pattern underneath. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, sorry, dog. Nothing <laughs> actually changes. So, so side projects. Yeah. Do you, do you have them? Do you? Mine's just them? finished. Actually, I mean, a few episodes ago, I spoke about my ESXi experiments with virtualization. So I finally managed to get the sweet setup I was after. So, um, so that's so now I don't know what to do actually. What am I going to do over Christmas? You could virtualize the rest of your house. <laughs> <laughs> Are you connecting True. things up? Are you light bulbs. I have just bought. Funny you say about light bulbs. Uh, in the Black Friday sales last year, I think it was Black Friday. Amazon were giving away free smart plugs, or it was buy something get a smart plug for like mm. like pennies or something. Didn't know what to do with it. Just put it on my Christmas tree lights. So now I can say, Alexa, turn on the Christmas tree. <laughs> nice. nice. I mean, it yeah. is. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. It seems so stupid, but I really enjoy it. I like skip home. Hey! <laughs> to talk to your own Christmas tree. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I've got bog standard lights. I feel like I'm really like missing out. I've got FOMO. Christmas but I am, I am hitting a ceiling yeah. in my home automation life. Mm. So I don't know. Are you guys into home automation type of things? No, not not at all. I have to say we're <laughs> no. quite we're quite like Neanderthal about it all. We we don't have like any Alexas or Google Homes. 
we really, or really electricity. Or... We've got, we, we just got electricity. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we are quite wary of it, I suppose. And like the data sharing. I'm a bit strange. It's weird for two people who are quite technical to like not to sort of shun the technical stuff. But I think it's because you probably know a bit more maybe maybe um, but i do think that's quite unusual to not have anything so what, what yeah. so it's the privacy thing yeah cost so I, there was, <laughs> I, saw an interesting, I saw an interesting thread on twitter this morning we've immediately gone off the subject yeah but anyway, um but it was interesting that someone said uh like 20 30 years ago there was a big book published every year that literally had everyone's name <laughs> and address and phone number in it and we were we were okay with that. Yeah. And yet you're now, talking about the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah I've gone back to Victorian England. The, uh, yeah, the phone book. Yeah, that's it. It's going to sound really naive, but does that that doesn't exist anymore? It does for like commercially, doesn't it? Yeah, maybe for I think commercial. It's, we, we, we got yellow pages no, the other day. Yeah. And we were like turning no, um, it around, looking at what it was like. What is this thing? Oh, but the question was, well, what's changed? Because because now that would yeah. be considered a data breach. Yeah. Right. So, so what's... Did what's, they have addresses in? Yeah. Names I mean, and addresses and phone numbers. Like, you could just... Yeah. You can opt they out. Did. Can You could get X you directory, could, wasn't yeah, it? Is that yeah, what it would be? Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. <laughs> the the general called? consensus, and I, th- I think the, the obvious consensus, was you couldn't brute force the phone book. Right. If you wanted to then spam all of those people, you couldn't... You can't feed it into anything. You can't feed quickly. it into anything yeah. and suddenly like spam in. all of them. Like you know, yeah. you, you couldn't send a text to a landline, all those kind of things. That, so that's really what changed mm. about the whole thing. But um, yeah, it's a very different. Like, I, I, I'd forgotten about it. Yeah. Like, the, the I had concept. Like it's a justice like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally and I remember to... the excitement when you came home from school and you saw the glimpse of yellow. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then you realise it was the Thompson directory. You're like, oh god, and you... second rate. <laughs> 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 then you used to look up all the people that had the same name as you. And you're like, oh, I wonder how many. Yeah, yeah. Other I, I read about this trend in um, in America of about number neighbours. Have you heard about this? Oh, that was funny. Oh, yes. yeah, that's right. That you, you text someone with a number that's like one, one different less from yours. or more than yeah. what you yeah. are, and then you get into a conversation with them. Yeah. I mean, have you ever done that? Have you ever? No, no. But Should we do it live not, on the episode? Not knowing. Text our number, <laughs> neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> I get quite excited when someone gives me their phone number and it's got the same prefix. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ah, you must have been an orange customer back in the like tw- yeah. 20. Whatever's. Have you had the same number for a long time then? Because I've had mine for like 15 years. I've, I I've only had one number, yeah. Ah. Same one the whole time. I've been very precious about it. Have you? But yeah. It's yeah. interesting. I totally <laughs> did. For a while, I did subscribe to that thing that like your number was your login. It never really took off, but there was a whole, like in the mobile um, industry, that that was going to be your identity, was mm. your yeah, number yeah, yeah, and all that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. It never really happened. Um, but I was totally into that for a while, mm. you know. It still happens. I, I signed up something the other day that invited me to use my phone number as the as the login number. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, Actually, we can to you. we can wang in a bit of tech chat in this episode because um, usernames. Mm. I had a debate at work the other day about whether um, you should have both a username and an email address field, or can you just use your email address as your username, and you know which was better. So thoughts on that. Because t- if there's a username field, I tend to type in my email address, hope that they'll accept the at symbol and the period or the dot. Mm. And then just because yeah, then I don't have to remember to, it my It tends username. to be my unique identifier these days. 
But because um, my, my email contains what I'd probably use as my username anyway. It's, it's weird. You don't tend to see username very often now, do you? I know the only one that has it that I use is GifGaf and you can use your mobile right. or, or your email address. They yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, combined. Yeah. It's like whatever's easiest for you, they'll look it yeah. up. But In fact, it's a bit jarring when you get to a site that wants just a username yeah, and yeah. not your, or doesn't, it would normally allow both, yeah. wouldn't it, at least? Well, this was on Bitbucket, actually, because um, I had a Bitbucket account, which was my personal one, and then, because we use it at work, so I was signing up for work, and it said, what's your, you want your Bitbucket username to be? So it'd be bitbucket.org slash whatever. But I'd already got the one I wanted on my personal account. So then I was agonising over <laughs> what my next one would be, to the point where I closed the window, I thought, I've got to do something else. And I still haven't so I haven't chose one. I'm like, what could it be? <laughs> I was like, why can't it just be my email address? I don't want to have to think about exactly why like, like another, yeah. you know, identifying, you know. Um, but I wonder if there's a reason why people have usernames. Maybe there's a like you don't want to expose your email address or something. Maybe yeah, know? or you need to sign up multiple times with the same email address. I don't know. That's yeah, interesting. Well, it's just a sense of identity, isn't it? It's a- <laughs> As someone that has a username yeah. generally that is that is not related to my real name, I suppose like a non anonymity. I can't say that word. Anonymity. We we really deviated again. Uh, <laughs> what were we, we, we yeah, talking we have, about? We have, well, we well, no. My Christmas side project is to rationalise all my usernames. Right. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Every service. One one, so so one far, one. you talk to your Christmas tree, and you're rationalizing your Chris your I mean it is party time at Huffington Towers it is it's just a laugh a minute (laughs) so if I can if I can come back to the subject a bit because it's an important point because you know I've got two weeks off over Christmas um and one of the weeks I'm uh, I'm away and and gonna be busy so I'm I'm not planning to take my my laptop and then we're back for we're away but not away away if you know what I mean we're like yeah, it's family, so downtime and that kind of stuff. So I'm planning to take my laptop with me mm. because for me, downtime is I get to sit and just Noodle. monkey around yeah, with, yeah. with code. Uh, and it, it's not always understood that that's quite a relaxing if thing for me. That's your hobby, yeah. Why don't you close the laptop and yeah. watch the television? Yeah. Because it doesn't, it's not really very, <laughs> it's not very relaxing for me to watch the television. I'd rather yeah. actually just be looking at memes on Twitter. Yeah, than, cat pictures. Than, yeah. Cat gifts. Watching on celebrity. <laughs> I've got a friend who, their family, it's a rule in their house over Christmas that all gadgets are banned. TV, phones, laptops, anything like oh, that is banned. Harsh. And they have to put them all away, locked in a room for the whole week. A week? Could you do that? Could our listeners do that? Probably not. Don't know. Oh, that's you look, look quite it? shocked. Well, <laughs> because I'm just thinking. I'm yeah. just thinking how I can monetize this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get a hashtag going. We'll no, but seriously, like a week. Yeah, the whole Christmas week. I mean, you've got to have one form. It's a bit like harsh, isn't it? Like I can understand taking away the phone or yeah. taking away the TV. Although you could argue the TV is a subset of the phone because you can watch TV on the phone. You see how much you've made me think mi- about this. You're going to miss the Queen's speech. Oh, no, so, but I won't. This is this is this is the debate I have with the kids. He's like, that's right, right. No more electronics now. Can I watch TV? 
Does TV count as, count as electronics? Yeah. Headphones or, and music. Or that, is that, yeah, exactly, is yeah. Well, yeah, drunkie. I just want to listen to music. <laughs> well, is that is that allowed? I'm, I don't know. Well, I, when I say not no electronics, what do I mean? Do I mean just yeah. games or websites or like <laughs> social media or yeah, consoles? Tough. Yeah, you've got to get on really well as well, haven't you, if you're going to enforce that rule? Because I'm just thinking like three days in, I would have probably done a murder. Like four, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think I like, I like the I like the idea, but I do think I'd get a bit jittery. Yeah, like yeah. But maybe maybe, maybe, that's ex- maybe that's exactly the point. That's exactly the point. Yeah, maybe it's that, good for that us. we can't conceive of being away from. There's other people in the house. Gadgets from who are these people? Yeah. yeah. Do you um do you use your phones in bed? Like, do you read Twitter while you're laying in bed before you go to sleep? Yeah, do you know, I went you know, when I when I quit Twitter. At the same time, <laughs> I also made a, a a rule that I wasn't going to use my phone in bed. If I wanted to use my phone, I had to get out of bed. You know, yeah. to to use Put it, it across the room. Yeah, yeah that lasted <laughs> ten minutes. Because <laughs> I had a good trick, which was to put your phone charger in the kitchen. Yeah. So. Um, if you're a normal person who charges their phone ev- overnight, um, then you can leave it in the kitchen. Then it's nowhere near, unless you sleep in yeah, the but, kitchen. But, but, but my, my phone is my alarm clock as well. So, well, yeah, but then you'll have to get up to turn it off because it'll be in the kitchen all the way downstairs <laughs> when you hear it. Super loud. I ain't hearing it down there. Believe me. I do. I mean, I'm pretty addicted to um, to using my phone in bed. Like, I've got to the point where it's, it's habitual. What, what do you use it for in bed? <laughs> uh, Reddit. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> um, and I can't sleep. Bits of Reddit. <laughs> no, I don't have a login, so I don't, okay, get, I don't right. get the good stuff. Uh, and I can't, I can't, like, my brain doesn't switch into now it's the end of the day mode until I've done, like, things. So I started, uh, like, sort of gaming it, and I'm like, right, I'm going to read Reddit until... Like and then I'll pick a number on the minute. Round it up. Yeah. Do you round up? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's you know I'll be like right I'll read it till like top of the hour or quarter past or something like that. Yeah. 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 Or I'll say I'm going to read ten posts and then I'm going to stop and then I won't can, even let the eleventh post in view. I'll be can, very can, particular. That's quite yeah, addictive. Can you, can that can seems you, like a, quite a serious addictive. addiction. I'm smiling about it, but actually I cry at night. Yeah. <laughs> As just the let me post. go, as, Reddit. Just as, let as me as go. your wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. I I think um I'd like to think I can I can do without my phone. It's like I like to think I can do without drinking a glass of wine as well. But you kind of go, well, but yeah. you know, it's um, quite it's quite nice when suddenly DM. you forget your phone or something. Have you ever had that? And you just like this actually feels quite nice. Where. Yeah, it, it is quite good. Terrifying. I think <laughs> um, when I go running, if I don't have... Normally, you know, when I run, you will have Strava or you will have your Garmin and you will know what pace you're doing and how far you've run mm. and how long it's taken. It's quite nice to do it without those things. Yeah, just but look around the, the neighbourhood a bit. The, <laughs> but at the same time... Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, could have been, that that yeah. felt like it was really good, and if yeah. only like I need to tell the world. <laughs> I haven't recorded this. I haven't yeah. recorded There's this. No I haven't captured this, this so it, it might as well have not happened. I just shouldn't have bothered. Is this like the productivity thing again, where it's time you could have spent better? It could have been leveled up somehow by recording it and then comparing it, or you know, self 
logging stuff and that's like the downtime thing is it just we're, we're doing stuff we want we want to be doing productive stuff like programming or doing something like project side projects but actually is is that just like that need to always be doing something and not just sitting and vegging and doing nothing i don't know because i say that when i'm like on my laptop or my ipad or whatever and just i i do describe it as doing nothing yeah. And my wife will be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. She's like, well, you're clearly not doing nothing. And I'm like, no, I'm literally doing nothing. I couldn't recall to you what I was doing. Like, <laughs> if you asked me tomorrow what I was doing, I wouldn't. I don't know if it is. Yeah. For me, I don't know if it is productive. I think it is spacing out. Hmm. It's just not looking at a big screen that's 10 feet away. I'm looking at a yeah. small screen that's 10 inches away. Or yeah, like that, yeah. You know? I do uh, I feel the need, if I'm need not doing something, I feel like... I could be doing something. Mm, I'm the same. I always I'm want like, to be doing well, something I've productive. Got, I've got half an hour before bed. Yeah. Maybe I could just get that little bit of refactoring done <laughs> before, oh, really? before bed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There is, is that, that. So going back, but to it's it. not. But it's it's more of a it's more of a guilt than a. Let's face. I am not a productive person. Right. Let's just, let's, just, let's just be clear. I'm not one of these people that is like. I have to be doing something every minute of the day, so it's not a yeah, you know, but it, it's a it's a guilt more than anything. It, I think it, it's that whole um, you know life thing of like we feel pressured into yeah, you have to be doing something that you're you know an email comes yeah. in late at night you should respond yeah, to why it aren't, or you why should aren't you doing something or, with it yeah. yeah so it is it is work you're talking about rather than a personal project yeah yeah often Mostly. but again i mean this is i suppose this is where we started mm. with it, with this episode is uh i am lucky enough to work in an, in an industry and in a, in a job where i enjoy doing the things most of the things mm. that i do as a as a job. Yeah, to be, to be fair, let's face it. I'm never doing a business case spreadsheet uh, for fun, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but the coding elements of my job are things that I can do out of hours and that I actually quite enjoy. Um, so I'm kind of lucky in that sense that I mm. I can do that and feel like it's not work that, that yeah. I can be. But yeah, but you still kind of feel like oh, I feel like if I can if I've got time to get it done, I should crack on and do it rather than. Yeah, sitting down and watching. Well, yeah, I'm a celebrity. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. Co- coding's like problem solving, isn't it? And that's kind of you could compare that to like doing crossword puzzles or something, couldn't you? That yeah, it's like right. it's just problem solving. It's yeah, exercising yeah, 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 your exactly. brain and enjoying yeah, yeah. it. It's getting a reward reward for it, isn't it? I suppose. Well, I think I think for me especially actually is uh, that actually in the position I'm in, a lot of my job is not coding. So the fact that I can then do those yeah, bits. Yeah, go back to it. Like that's the that's the free time is spent doing the 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 coding side of the job. That generally, if I'm if I'm doing that during mm. during the working day, I feel like that's a waste of time because I'm not doing the the other more quote managementy <laughs> bits of my job that other people probably expect me to. Do. Yeah, have you sorted out that uh, you know million dollar deal? No, I was just refactoring this bit of code. <laughs> So, Laura, have you got a project that you're Mm. looking to get into over Christmas? Well, I'm one of these people that's always perpetually (laughs) over-committing. Like, I can't say no. Like, I'm always, I'm a bit like, maybe like Mark was saying, I feel guilty if I'm not doing something, like having time for myself. I feel like I should be busy, busy doing something. So I've got, um, like, running side events and (laughs) 
things like that that I'm trying to yeah, book in. Yeah, yeah. And um, you are, like, I see you on Twitter, and you just <laughs> you, you're just at every event. I like events. <laughs> you, you're Quite the, social. You're the opening of an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had that's my new tagline. I'm so going to te- put that on my website. <laughs> te- tell us a bit about your itinerary for 2020. Because so far, I think I've seen Copenhagen. Yeah. I've seen Scotland. Scotland, yeah. Yeah, I love, loved it last year, so I'm going back. I've seen almost certainly something in London. And I thought London, you'd quit yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, un- I unfriended you. Yeah, I've quit Twitter. <laughs> I didn't. I just, got, I just happened to notice it. It's not, I'm just I was, on there as so I was much. passing. Yeah. <laughs> Got two friends. <laughs> um, I don't know, London. Uh, what am I doing in London? I was in London the other week. But um, yeah, and doing UX coffee bits and pieces, which is like local meetup. End of plug. Yeah. <laughs> which is really cheeky. Um, but yeah, I, I like events. Um, I'm trying to get some articles written. Um, not really. Not a lot of side projects. I've got like other stuff that isn't related to my job that I like to do. But that's that's very different. <laughs> Mysterious. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Go on. <laughs> I'm a bit of a secret knitter. <laughs> well, I like doing craft stuff. But that's that's that thing, is it? Where do you draw the line, like? between what you do as your day job and because I'd say knitting is quite like technical and mathematical engineering based you're you know you're building something so yeah I've I've knitted something in the past have you I loved it it's good really you've given me the confidence to come out as a knitter (laughs) (laughs) I knitted a Christmas decoration a few years ago have you yeah wow um our family does a thing when it's only a small group of us um we uh, for Christmas Day we do a thing where we have to hand make at least one gift um, as a sort of secret Santa type thing, and I chose to knit a Christmas decoration. <laughs> that is quite hard. Yeah. It was, I was so impressed with it. I might put it on the Twitter account. I think you need to, yeah. Because yeah. I had like I cut out. It was proper Blue Peter style. I cut out um, a like a cereal box, and that was the base. I turned it over so you didn't get the graphic side. And I got some cotton wool, and that was the snow, and I glued it to it. And then I built a sleigh, like a 3D model of a sleigh. And then I knitted like just basically balls. And there were brown ones for reindeer and a red one for Santa. <laughs> and put them like in their places. It was so much fun. This is not where nice. I expected this conversation no, to go yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, you've opened up a new uh, part of my... Yeah, be proud. <laughs> oh, have you admit, ever knitted, Mark? I haven't, I haven't knitted. I've done a bit of sewing in the recent past. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I liked a bit of sewing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got a sewing machine. Me and my daughter sat down. Made a made a dress. Nice. I watched the the Did um, it fit you well? the Great British Sewing Bee. Beat me to it. Yes, it's very it suits my lines. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's quite relaxing it is, making yeah. making something, isn't it? It's, you know, it's but in the same way as making software. I think you yeah. you can produce something and you can stand back at the end of it and say, "I made that," mm. and it. It works and it holds together. It's all making, isn't reasonably. it? Yeah. If you if you enjoy making software, you probably enjoy doing other stuff with your hands. Or <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I meant at all. 
Wow, the tangents are coming in thick. No, I think it's good. I think we're saying what what do developers do or technical people do on their downtime? So we've got knitting, sewing, (laughs) uh, TV watching, that sort of thing. Yeah, must be other stuff. I don't have any side projects. (laughs) (laughs) Is the general outcome. I don't know. You remember, um, you remember? Well, last season, Mike, you spoke about the emulator, the Game Boy emulator. I did, you oh, you know, yeah. and, and to my to my shame, I I dropped it and never picked it up again. But that's the joy of side projects, right? That's the is you can kind of go. Do you know what? I've got to a point now where I've I've done a bit of it. I've kind of understood the things that I wanted to understand, and now I'll move on and. Yeah. It can be unfinished. It so, doesn't matter. So address, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's not. It's not like work where you can't choose to put it down if you don't like it. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah you, absolutely. If, if it's not for you, you can move on to the next side project. That's the nice. That's thing. actually. I mean, and it's a very valid point because for me, when I'm coding, feeling like I have to get something done mm. makes me very unproductive. Mm compared to when it's something that I'm enjoying and I feel like I'm in the mm. I'm in the flow. When I when I when I hit a problem I'm like I can't stop until I've got this solved. You know, oh God, like, this, yeah. this is a real get a creative block. It's a real chore. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't really motivate you to get it done and get it yeah. finished. Um, so you need to you need to feel like you're actually achieving something and it, and if you're not achieving something you can just go, well I'm I'm done. Yeah. Put it to one side and off you go but if anyone's got any suggestions for any projects they want me to any any apps you'd like me to to build well what our our listeners might be interested in is my husband got the the lego um set the electronic lego sets that you build um and it's bluetooth he got that in the black friday sale and he's already hacked it and you can get it to do all sorts of things you can download the package to do it and it's just really fascinating um really really like um you know, uh, open, you could just get straight on and do it. It's really cool. That might be something fun over Christmas. So is it on like, your Christmas list. Yeah. Does it involve either AI or blockchain? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Why would you want that? <laughs> There's been quite a lot of attempts, haven't there, in the gadget area to to bridge toys and coding. Because you've got all those Anki, yes. uh, they're a manufacturer, I think, of stuff like the robot and that. And they always seem to fail. And actually, Lego's the only one, I don't know mm. about that particular product, but they had that Lego Bionics, oh, yes. which is a very early yeah, of, right. yeah. uh, mechanical and electronic learning platform. But there's something about them that they just never seem to succeed, do they? I think Sphero, I can't say my SPH as well, but that seems to be the one that's like lasted. But that's just a ball that drives around. But... Uh, define success I get like are we expecting that every kid will go wow I'm, I'm motivated to to code like if you released a sewing kit would you expect every kid to get to pick it up like no I think I guess is, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm expressing my own disappointment that every time I look at these things <laughs> like I get it home and I'm like oh this is really exciting and it's like you know they're, they're generally not cheap and you open it up and then within about an hour you're like, oh right, well I've exhausted all possible mm. like avenues for this. Maybe I'm just not creative enough. You know, <laughs> I need to embrace my inner child and, and connect it with something else. But 
Yeah, I'm sure there's loads you could do. Lego's the only ones I know. I've never heard of that. Sphera, was it? Sphera. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Oh, really? Oh, it's like, um, it's a, it's like uh, literally a ball. Um, and then it's got um, a mechanism in it that allows it to move mm. around. And then you have an app that means you can control it, just like a remote control ball. But but then you can program it to do stuff. So a bit like, do you remember the the really early programming game called Logo? Yeah. 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 So it's basically, yeah. th- you know, this generation's version of that. Um, but it's a real ball and things like that. It's not like a hamster ball. You can't put a hamster <laughs> For some reason, I've just got this like... <laughs> idea stuck in my head that it's a hamster ball it's not it's not a hamster no, ball it's not for rodents no. okay no so but talking of gadgets has anyone you know christmas list shopping has anyone seen any other gadgets this year mm. seen you tweet about your pen i know my pen i think it's probably a bit niche it's probably not a developer thing it's definitely good for researchers if you're doing a lot of interviews and testing that i do um i've been using it recently the live scribe Echo, I use that quite a lot just because it, it means I can tap on the, the page because the page is like in, uh, printed with this special pattern in the background that you can't see, but the pen can see it with infrared and it, it, it means you can write and then you can tap on one of the notes you made earlier and it, it replays the audio to you. It's quite clever. So it reco- as you're writing, it yeah. also records the ambient sound around you. Yeah, okay. yeah. So like we're talking now, it would if I went back to the page and tapped on it, it would replay what we'd said. And you could digitise it and put it on your computer, which is quite useful if you're doing interviews. But yeah, it's maybe it's quite a niche thing. <laughs> You've just reminded me <laughs> of one of the best things about Christmas past, which is the innovations catalogue. Oh, shit, Did you yeah, what, in the receive... back of the Daily Mail? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shit, we're does revealing it, our, that, our past, Mark. Yeah, is, that, <laughs> is that still a thing, do you think? The innovations catalogue? It's before my time, just going to get that in there. <laughs> Definitely. You've never, you've never no. had the joy of the innovations catalogue. No, I'm too right, young this... and fresh. So in the mail on Sunday? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Well, I think we had the Express, actually. It wasn't the mail. Okay, in the Sundays... Yeah, <laughs> you get all your like your magazines, but one of them was right. the innovations catalogue, and it was like a mail order catalogue, but it had gadgets, right? And like all sorts yeah, but this, of... we're talking about like eighties, nineties gadgets, 80s, right? Yeah. So they so they were things like uh, crossword solvers. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you'd... Oh, do you remember the little personal diary dictionary things? things. Yeah, exactly. Like no, little, like the little PDA type. PDA, that's it. Yeah, yeah like, like calendaring things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where the display was about like ten characters wide and yeah. three characters high, those kind of yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. Or like a sleeping mask, but it would have LEDs in it, and it was like would <laughs> stimulate like dreaming. I mean, it's probably bollocks, but yeah. you know they would have that in there. Yeah. My oh, favorite, man. the one I always remember, was like a big plastic hood that you'd put on your head, and then it had a big plastic tube. Oh yeah, to heat your hair. You'd then connect to a hairdryer. <laughs> And you'd, I mean, clearly I don't, I don't need this. But yeah, it like inflated. So it like directed all the heat from the hairdryer. I want one. To, so it was like the, the home equivalent of wow. the, the blow dry kind of thing. I feel like what happened to the Innovations Catalogue <laughs> is it got so successful it turned into the range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you be. just walk around and there's the aisle of like fake Bluetooth jukeboxes and then the JML aisle with the like, oh, the, j- the self like propelling duster yeah, it, like it, it, it is that kind of thing isn't it I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head there definitely I think. a JML that's what it sounds like the JML catalogue basically I think it was yeah, better yeah. wear no is that not yeah. one 
Oh, yeah, it's better where there's a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I assume that turned into Lakeland. Is it? <laughs> no, I mean I'm just saying that's that's just my word association. <laughs> totally gone off topic again. Greg has mapped the uh, you know evolution of all these things. <laughs> so the last thing that happens at Christmas is uh, New Year's resolutions. Mm. Have you thought of any? Mm. Maybe somewhat related to our mm. you know <laughs> podcast topic <laughs> I do have one this isn't the news resolution as such but something I've thought about quite a lot recently and I can't remember the phrase that I read but it was to 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 always assume that someone is working on their on their best mm. in like interest you know so every even if you even if you've interacted with them in the past and it hasn't worked is to restart those interactions and say, right, I'm going to, I'm going to assume that you are doing the best thing. And, and if I don't think you're doing the best thing, that's because I don't know something rather than you being an idiot. And um, that's been really sort of useful recently. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to name it. <laughs> For Keep my talking. sanity, no. Um, but I thought that was quite good. I, I wish I could remember the phrase that I'd, where I'd seen it. Because again, like some people are really clever at writing stuff and they, you know, I can waffle on and they can put it in three words. And I'm like, well, yeah, you could have just stopped me at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my, to continue doing that is to continue treating people like they are you know, always working in the best interest of the thing. Yeah. I, I've been reading a book called How to Deal with Difficult People. <laughs> what, since you started the podcast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, about five episodes back. Uh, it was, it's been really useful. But it, it sounds like that. Like, it's to assume, you know, that they're... Not not to assume the worst. And also to... Um, also not start conversations with you because it puts people on their guard that you're about to accuse them of something. But to say, I, I something, I think, or I've noticed. Or, well, what's an example of a you... Are you oh you you've um, not done this? Oh, interesting. Or, okay. You know, or yeah, something yeah. like you. Uh, yeah. As soon as you say you, it's an accusation, isn't it? Basically. So it's yeah. I thought that's quite a useful thing. I yeah. think I have the opposite problem, <laughs> which is that I talk too much about we. We instead of yeah. We we missed this or we didn't do that or. Yeah. When what I really mean is. Is you? You yeah. didn't do that. We we <laughs> is just like yeah another uh, chug, sugar coated way of saying you isn't yeah, it? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you mean we uh, brackets you. Yes, <laughs> and I think it's what I took from the book is that they can't argue with I because if you say I feel or I think they can't argue with that and that that's what you feel and think or what you mm, understand. This is like Jedi. So, mind so okay, so let me get this straight. So. Instead of saying you screwed up, you say, I think you screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> I know you screwed I'm, up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you screwed up. <laughs> I'm trying to think of one of the examples now. Have I been paying attention? Uh, you, you, you didn't deliver that work when I asked you to. Could be, um, oh, well, this is testing me now. I, I feel that, you know, the deadlines aren't being met. So <laughs> something, <laughs> okay. I don't know, it's All right. probably not phrased very well. But I've not finished the book yet. <laughs> What's the book called? I think it's. Uh, I think you difficult. screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> you should read this book. <laughs> I think it's I, uh, dealing with difficult people or how to talk to difficult people by. I think it's Jill Hassan. 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 I can't get my accent around that name. Okay. But yeah. Hmm. Uh, my New Year's resolution, I think, is to stop ranting about new technology. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I find myself, as listeners to this podcast will know, uh, I, I think I feel like I'm on a bit of a downer about new technologies and new frameworks. Uh, because quite often they reinvent a wheel that didn't really need inventing. But at the same time, the world does need to move forwards. Yeah, well, I was just thinking, when does it, when does it, when does new become established? Uh, yeah, when I accept it, when I say so, <laughs> you'll find me when the, you ultimate, ranting about it, the yeah. ultimate arbiter of what is good and, and, and what is bad. Because well, we were talking about this at work today, actually, about Node. Because I was very suspicious of Node like, a few years ago, um, mostly because I was just copying what I saw other people say on the blogosphere or whatever. Um, but nowadays, I think it's settled into its groove. And now I'm thinking, oh, actually, because I've got to make some. Um, technology decisions within the next few months um, and I'm thinking actually maybe I should drop my you know my biases and and evaluate Node properly so does that mean Node is now established? You oh know, Node, I mean, Node is ev- everywhere yeah, right? yeah. and it's um, what I, well, I mean what I mean is it like is it proven you mean proven has it proven itself yeah, yeah. it, well, it yeah. probably has say, in I, big I think yeah major. Name, name me a big major Node app Ooh. All of them. Everything. Slack. <laughs> Slack's not Node. Slack is just Electron, right? I mean, it's it's just a it's just it's just a web app. Oh, okay, yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly the front end. This front end. Uh, I think I think tons of stuff is written there these days. What I would say is I'm a big fan of TypeScript. Well, this funny enough, that's what I want it for. I don't want it, but I was like, oh, that means we can go with TypeScript, and I have never heard anybody say a bad thing about TypeScript ever. No, I, I think it's um, it, it's um, it makes Node acceptable. <laughs> it's what I'd say, <laughs> and it's very close to um, it's very close to Kotlin, right? Okay. Which I bang on about as as a much better alternative to Java these days, right? Okay. Uh, and TypeScript and Kotlin, I kind of feel of in the same. Like you can hop from one to the other fairly fairly easily. Um, I think uh, the other thing, I'm going to get very nerdy on this now, but uh, I've done a lot of stuff with TypeScript um, and Node recently and the asynchronous programming model. So there used to be Node used to just have callbacks. It was yeah. all asynchronous, but you had to do it by these by these callbacks. And it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Like I sit there thinking, like, I don't know how anybody works with this. And then they introduced... <laughs> uh, what they called async await, which was the way of doing the same thing, but in a much more async async await. Right. Okay. So it's, it's the same thing, but in a much more linear style. But I have no idea how anyone worked with Node before that point. I'm not sure they did. I think it was the DevOps problem, where all anyone ever did was work out how to build a build chain for Node. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever wrote any code. Maybe it was just like right. So I've got to use Webpack and then Gulp. no people did and I read these kind of I read these blog posts where people are like well you just do this and do this and this and you go really? how do you figure it out? (laughs) yeah well no it was just more like like, it's it's like people don't realise that Mm. there's there's other ways of doing these things that are better do you know it's like a bit of a captive some people like to do the challenging thing it's just like it's like a badge of honour this is great this is really but you could just do this in this other 
parts of the language. But I'm, I'm being a curmudgeon again. This is exactly, <laughs> this exactly what New I said. resolution's not working out. It's, <laughs> it's all great. It's all perfect. It's all great. We should all just use the latest and greatest languages. Version 0.01. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, it'll too, be fine. What everyone's too wrong? scared to go to one dot aren't they? That's yeah. I don't. I don't understand that mentality in the in the JavaScript world, which is that everything is not point one. Yeah. Of everything, it's, it's lost all meaning. Well, it's, a, it's lack of commitment, isn't it? I don't want to say that this is done because it's never done. Yeah. Actually, software's never done. Software's never done. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. But, <laughs> Um, yeah, but then I mean, you see a lot of stuff moving these days. To uh, I see a lot of stuff. I've moved into Donald Trump territory there. A lot of people say, "Known uh, uh, the greatest." You, just, you end up with just commit commit IDs, right, as an identifier for your like semantic numbering doesn't mean much. It's just a commit. Isn't that, isn't that what semantic means? We should stop here. <laughs> Doesn't semantic <laughs> mean that it means something? <laughs> and you've made it meaningless. <laughs> just Damn, too it. Hard. Damn it. I love that. I'm just looking right. for, waiting for Chrome AB16FDE47. <laughs> That's the best build. I feel like, the greatest. <laughs> I feel like it's time for the drums. <laughs> All right. Well, we should sing Merry Christmas to everyone. Yeah, you fast. <laughs> You were yep. doing really well earlier. Yep. In your own time. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. No. <laughs> we should. Well, like any good Christmas party, we've uh, had a nice time, but there's been a few regretful moments. <laughs> Mostly my singing. Bad behaviour. And we didn't really achieve the things we set out to achieve. But I had a great time. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah, it. Well, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. listening to your singing. As long as you've got the wine, what's to, what's to worry about? Yeah. So, a bit rambly, but we hope you enjoyed it. And we hope you have a very Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some reverb on that. Yeah, and some edit. jingle bells. Yeah. Some well, maybe kind some of auto-tune. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit of auto-tune, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> All right, well, I won't see you now, maybe, so... Merry Christmas, Mark. Merry Christmas, Laura. Merry Christmas, Greg. And Merry Christmas, listeners. And a happy new year and a happy new year and a happy